Matthew chapter 6, which is on page 970 uh, in the Church Bible. And we'll be starting at verse 5. Page 970, Matthew chapter 6, starting at verse 5. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogue and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. And then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Jeremy, thank you very much for reading that to us. So this term in Sunday Club, we, we've been looking together at the Sermon on the Mount and letting Jesus teach us about more of what it means to belong to God's kingdom family. And, and as part of that, Jesus has been teaching us about prayer. He's been, he's been warning us, as, as we saw in the first part of our reading, not to not to get the idea that, that prayer is something that we use to, to show off or something that we use to, to get God on our side. And now, today, we've reached the part where, where Jesus says, this then is how you should pray. And he goes on to teach his disciples what, what we often call the Lord's Prayer. It's the prayer the Lord Jesus teaches God's family that we should pray. And um, one of my hopes this morning is that I can encourage all of us, whether we're young or whether we're old, to, to be learning the Lord's Prayer. If you, if you don't know it, know it already, it's a brilliant thing to learn. And much more than that, for us to be praying it by ourselves and in our families. Because the Lord's Prayer, it, it isn't just some words for us to learn. It's a model for us to follow. Each and every line of it, Jesus is teaching us the best ways that we can be praying. So we're going to unpack it a bit this morning. And it's a prayer in, in two halves. And in the first half, Jesus is challenging us about, about who we put first when we pray. I wonder, when you, when you pray, what's the biggest thing in your mind? I think often it's me and what, what I want. 
But as Jesus, as Jesus teaches us to pray, he says, no, don't put yourselves first. Put first who, who prayer is really all about. Our Father in heaven. When you pray, start by putting God in his rightful place in your praying. And in the first half of the Lord's Prayer, he, he's going to show us how. And I need some volunteers um, to help me and Muriel with this. I need three volunteers. Put your hand up if you'd like to come and help me. And otherwise, come on, Anthony. You come. I need two more. Two more, Jonathan. Brilliant. One more. Fantastic. Hannah, are you coming as well? If you sit down there with Muriel. Fantastic. Thank you, Anthony. So first, Jesus says, put God first in your praying by praying, hallowed be your name. And it's a, it's a funny word, hallowed, isn't it? Um, it's a word that means to treat something as, as holy, as precious. It's, it's a bit like this. Um, Anthony, come and have a look at this. Can you take this out for me? Brilliant. And then let it go. You hold this string for me. Fantastic. If you come over here, that's great. It's quite big, isn't it? And when we pray, hallowed be your name, what we're doing is we're reminding ourselves that, that God is holy, that he is number one, that he's set apart, that he's far, far above us in goodness and glory, that absolutely no one and nothing comes close to him. And that's important for me to remember because, well, you and me, naturally, we want to be number one. I want to be the most important person in my universe. And I need to remember that, that I'm not. That God is. That he's much, much greater and more wonderful than, than me or you, or anyone, or anything. So when we pray, hallowed be your name, we're saying to our Father in heaven, help me this week to to grasp more of just how perfect and powerful and loving you are. And help me this week to live with you as number one. That's the first thing. And next, Jesus says, pray your kingdom come. And that reminds us that God, he is the king, the one who made and who rules over the whole universe. But there's even more than that. Hannah, why don't you come and have a look at what else is in my box? Can you pull that out for me? Well done. If you come over here and if you hold that up high, that brilliant. Can anyone see what it says? Jonathan, what's it say? It says, Jesus, because when we pray, your kingdom come, it reminds us that in Jesus, this high and holy king has done something amazing. He's come to earth as a man so that he can rescue us and bring us into his kingdom family. And so when we pray, your kingdom come, one of the things that we're doing is praying for people who who don't yet know Jesus as their king. 
We're praying for, for those people we know to, to get to know him, to put their trust in his rescue and come under his good and loving rule. I wonder, are there people that you know that you could be praying that for this week? People at school, at work, who don't yet know Jesus, who you could be praying to know his rescue and come under his rule. You hold that for me. That's what we're doing when we pray, your kingdom come. And then Jesus says, pray, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. When I pray, my thoughts are very often full of what I want, of my will, and frankly, how I can get all you lot to do it. But as Jesus teaches us to pray, he says, oh, as God's family, don't pray like that. Don't, don't start there. Put God in his rightful place. Don't start with what you want. Start with his will. Jonathan, come and help me. Let's see what else is in here. We might need to turn it over. Can you get that? Brilliant. Fantastic. Two things for you to hold. You hold that in one hand and that in the other. Brilliant. When we pray, your will be done, we're reminding ourselves that, that God is the high and holy king, the one who made everyone and everything. So he always knows what's best. What's best for his world and for each and every person in it. Because, because God made me, there's no one who knows me better There's no one who can tell me more who I am. God can tell me perfectly how to live as a boy and a girl, as a man or a woman in his world. And he's shown us that in his word, the Bible. So one thing we can do when we pray, your will be done, is be asking God to help us this week to listen to his word and trust it. To to stop thinking that that I know best, to stop um, chasing after all the things that I want, and to trust in Him and His good and perfect will. We can be praying that for ourselves, and we can be praying that, you know, for people even all the way on the other side of the world. People like our mission partners, here are a few of them. Could we be praying that this week? for one of our mission partners, that they, in whatever circumstances they're in, would be trusting in God's perfect will and keeping following his good and trustworthy word for them this week. That, says Jesus, is how you should pray. Putting God first, his holy name, his glorious kingdom, his good and perfect will. He's got more to teach us. But first... We're going to sing a song in a moment that, that helps us to do just that, to put God first, to praise his glorious name. So I'm going to ask my helpers to come and sit down there for a second, and we're going to stand as the band starts to play and sing. A, Jesus says, put God in his rightful place, that the high and holy king of heaven. But then we need to ask, don't we, if, since God is so much greater and higher than we are, 
Why should we think that we can come and talk to him? I mean, if you were worried about something this afternoon, would you pick up the phone and call the Queen of England? You wouldn't, would you? You think, no, no, she is much too important and much too busy to worry about me and my problems. So why on earth should we think that we can bother the, the king of the whole universe who is so much greater and higher than any human king or queen? Well, remember how Jesus' prayer starts. Our Father in heaven. Because if we're trusting in Jesus' rescue and we're trusting him to bring us into God's family, well, then Jesus wants us to know that his Father is now our Father. He wants us to know that because of Jesus, this great and glorious King is now, he now loves and cares for us as our perfect heavenly dad. Now, human mums and dads, we try our best, don't we? But we often get things wrong. We're not perfect, but Jesus is saying that his family have a perfect heavenly father that we can, who loves us to come to him and ask him for everything that we need. And that's what Jesus teaches us to do in the second half of the Lord's Prayer. And first Jesus says, pray, give us today our daily bread. Now in Jesus' time, bread, it was, it was the, the basic food that everyone ate. It was, it was the thing that everyone needed to live. So in praying this prayer, Jesus is saying, ask your Father in heaven to give you just what you need. Anthony, come and have a look inside my box. You fish that out for me. Do you know what it is? Yes. What is it? A lunchbox. It's a lunchbox. Well done. Just bring that over there. Now, just down there, fantastic. So, now, question, who here takes a packed lunch to, to school or to work? Who has a packed lunch? Brilliant. Okay, now... Put your hand up again if you have a mum or a dad or someone at home who, who makes that lunch for you each day. A few people do. And, you know, when I, when I visit my mum at home, she still packs me, she still makes my lunch for me. Because, well, that's what parents love to do, isn't it? They love to give their children what they need. And Jesus is saying... Our Father in heaven, he's just the same. And then think about, think about our lunchbox. Um, when your mom, when she, when she lovingly fills your lunchbox, she probably doesn't always give you everything that you might want to have in it. I mean, you might love to have a lunchbox that looks a bit like this, that is full of sweets and chocolate. You probably love that, but... But she probably won't do it because she knows what you need. And so, lovingly, she, she puts that in there. She'll put in, well, that, that apple that, well, frankly, you'd rather not have, but that she knows is good for you. 
And the other thing with a, with a pat lunch, it, it's not meant to last you a year, is it? It's, it's just for today. Because tomorrow you trust that, well, there'll be another lunch, just as lovingly prepared, and another the day after that. Each day, just what you need, just when you need it. And Jesus is saying, we can trust our Father in heaven to do just the same. We can ask him for things, knowing that he'll give us not, not always everything that we want, but everything that he knows that we need each and every day. And what does he know we need more than anything? Well, let's have another look in our box. Muriel and Hannah, come and have a look at what's in here next. Do you want to fish that out? And bring it over there and see if it, see if it fits. See if you can pop it on. Fantastic. Brilliant. You stick your arms through. Stick your arms through. Well done. Shall we take it off? Oh dear. Why don't you hold it? Hold it in front of you like that. Fantastic. Because next Jesus says, pray, forgive us our sins. Because he knows that, well, we're people that, that make a complete mess. You might have noticed in our reading that actually it says, forgive us our debts. And really, that's the, it's the same thing. A debt is something that you, you owe to someone, something that they deserve. And you know, none of us gives God what he really deserves, the love and the thanks that he's due. Now instead, what do we do? Well, we, we snatch at the good things that he gives us and we use them in, in careless ways that spoil his world and hurt other people and end up in a total mess. This is me. This is what I'm like. I'm a mess. And I can't sort out and clean up my sin myself. But the amazing thing is that through Jesus, our Father in heaven has done what, what loving parents do. He's stepped in and he's cleaned up the mess. When Jesus died on the cross for us, all of our sins were completely forgiven forever. Can you hold that up for me? Isn't that amazing? Perfectly clean because of Jesus. But I still, well, I still make a mess every day. I still sin every day, so I need to keep praying. Forgive me my sins because I need to keep remembering just how much I need this amazing forgiveness that my Father in heaven promises to give us and how much you need it too because, well, you're just as much of a mess as I am. And so sooner or later, well, you're going to upset me or you're going to hurt me and you're going to need me to forgive you, to show in just a, just a tiny way something of the amazing, enormous forgiving love that our Father in heaven shows to us. There's one last thing in our box. Finley, are you going to come and help with this? Come and have a look what's inside. There's a few things. Oh, you think Mira can pop that on you? 
And then we've got a helmet for you to wear. We can get you in. Can you pop that on? And can you hold... Pop that on your head. That's fantastic, isn't it? Can you hold that? Brilliant. And then you turn around. Fantastic. Because it's perfect. Fits just perfectly. Because, well, loving parents, they, they give their children what they need. They clean up their mess. And finally, they keep them safe. I don't know if um, you have ever seen a toddler, but if you have, you, you know that, well, um, toddlers, they're, they're always heading towards things that can hurt them. That sharp knife up on the counter, that, that hot pan, that busy road. And they, they don't see the danger. And so they need a loving parent to step in just in time and steer them away from harm. And, our, and Jesus knows that however old we are, we're, we're not very different. And so he asks us to pray finally, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Now, the Bible's clear. Our Father in heaven is absolutely perfect. And he never tempts anyone to do what's wrong. So this prayer, it's not asking God not to tempt us. No, it's asking him to be like that parent of that toddler, to keep us safe, to, to keep those harmful things that he, that he knows we'll be tempted by way out of our reach, and to, to steer us well away from the wrong and evil things that we'll be tempted this week to think and to do and to say, because we often won't see the danger, but he will, and he'll keep us safe. So this is my challenge to all of us this week. Will we pray like this? Will we take this home and pray the Lord's Prayer this week, trusting that this high and holy King is now our loving Heavenly Father? Will we trust him and ask him to give us everything we need to forgive us and to keep us safe? Why don't we finish by by saying the Lord's Prayer all together, if we can. Let's pray this prayer together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Amen. Amen. Brilliant. Let's give a round of applause to my helpers. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Sit down.